Alright guys, how's it going? Hope everyone's doing well and welcome back to another episode of Blockchain and Beyond and as always I'm your host Frasan. So in my last episode I may have made a bit of a mistake. I said it's gonna be the last episode before Christmas but I had somehow forgotten that I was working to a schedule and I was uh, planning to release an episode on Christmas Eve. Um, so yeah, it's currently the 24th of December if you're celebrating uh, Christmas uh, Merry Christmas if not happy holidays to everyone and hopefully a new year coming soon so yeah into today's episode so today I'm going to be talking about um, the crypto.com coin also known as CRO Um, I'm going to talk about a bit about their business so uh, I'm going to talk about crypto.com their business what they do, um, the team behind them, how it functions, how it varies compared to some of the other similar projects um, surrounding them. And then as always, I'll give you, you know, a little roundup of the overall project. So, um, yeah, so before we dive in too deep, there's, I guess, a few terms that we need to, to clear up. So the first is crypto.com. This is a centralized exchange where users can buy and sell cryptocurrencies. This is similar to Coinbase, Binance and other exchanges. They have a mobile platform, so a mobile app. They also have a web-based exchange platform, which I believe is also available on mobile devices now. The next one is crypto.org. Um, and this is the actual blockchain um, running on a decentralized system where applications are developed, um, published, usable, and this is equivalent, I guess, to Binance Smart Chain. And finally, we have CRO. This stands for Crypto.com Coin, and it is the native token of the Crypto.org blockchain. As part of this, CRO has a fixed supply of 100 billion. 70 billion of these were burnt in 2021, leaving 30 billion tokens um, in circulation or reserved for development grants and network incentives. And before the launch of the crypto.org blockchain, CRO was traded via Ethereum as an ERC20 token. However, by moving to their own platform, they have a lot more creative control of their ecosystem, as well as uh, managing the governance for their community. Um, yeah, so moving on to the team behind them. Uh, so the team behind Crypto.com, Crypto.org and CRO is quite large. Um, so I'll go through some of the, the key participants. The first one is Chris Marsleck. I hope I said that right. He functions as the CEO. He was the CEO for Ensogo, which was an Australian e-commerce platform and also the founder for a company called Be Crazy, which offered um, customers discounts at specific retailers. As the CFO, we have Rafael Mello. Um, he he has a great understanding of mobile payments ecosystems in Asia and has led a number of like uh, fun fundraising efforts within Asia as well as raising funds from institutions such as Fidelity, Goldman Sachs, and BlackRock. We have Jason Lau, who is the Chief Information Security Officer. He has a lot of global exposure to uh, security, uh, security forums. He's also a professor at some of Asia's leading business schools. He has quite a lot of certifications and has also been voted um, Cybersecurity Executive of 2020, 
along uh, alongside other other awards. We also have Matthew Chan, who is the CTO. He has 15 years of experience in IT strategy and cybersecurity, and was the former CTO of a, a multinational software company focusing on cybersecurity and compliance. He's also in receipt of a number of of in industry awards and has worked with quite a lot of international companies such as RBS, Credit Suisse, Honda and other companies based in Hong Kong. And listed on their website there's over 15 other key members of their team which um all all work in aspects of the operations and overall they have quite a well structured and diverse team which covers all of their all of their needs. So now that we've got an understanding of the team behind them, we can start to talk about the actual projects that they're working on. So first I'll discuss the technology side of CRO and the crypto.org blockchain, and then we'll discuss some aspects of their business, which I find quite interesting. So the crypto.org blockchain follows a delegated proof of stake consensus protocol. So users um, wishing to operate a valid a validating node can do so with relative ease. It needs some technical know-how. Um, each validating node also has the option to apply a self-stake, which is how much the node itself will stake towards the protocol. What this effectively means is a node with a large self-stake can be seen as more reliable as they have a lot more skin in the game and it would be in their interest to not act maliciously. But obviously running a node comes with its operating costs. So to operate, to offset these operating costs, node operators can set a performance fee. So this is paid from any rewards that a user may earn from bonding with that node. So as a user, I can choose to bond with a validating node, which means I am also partaking in the staking. And as part of any rewards, a percentage of that will be sent to the validating node as their, as their fee for offering the service. And this system is very transparent. So all nodes must publish a minimum and a maximum performance fee. Um, however, there's there's some situations where some nodes or people wanting to act maliciously intentionally set a minimum of zero and a maximum of 100% uh, performance fee to initially draw users in before raising their fees to extreme levels. Um, so the victims of these phenomena are, are generally new users or those who may not have checked before bonding with a particular node. And obviously, as this is a decentralized system, not much can be done to stop it. However, the community has come together um, to work against it by creating a list of community-led nodes which have been known to be acting maliciously. So anyone can check out this list and see who not to work with. So overall, the crypto.org blockchain and the Binance Smart Chain share a number of uh, key similarities um, with the main difference being that the Binance Smart Chain was the first platform to actually launch um, and become readily available for application development and use. Um, so yeah, both of these companies were kind of launched around the same time, but they've obviously both taken very different steps in terms of their marketing and in terms of their development and growth which is what, what makes each of them quite unique in their, in their own right. So now a bit about their business. So Crypto.com is an exchange which offers their users um, Visa debit cards, which is 
part of their marketing. The key benefit that they're giving to users is up to 8% cashback on most of their spending um, and also cashback on popular subscription services such as Spotify and Netflix. And as part of this system, the cashback is paid out to users in their native token, CRO. And obviously this is an attempt to attract users to their platform, but it also allows users to integrate into the cryptocurrency ecosystem over time um, and at the user's pace. So the debit card offerings have different tiers, which can be accessed through staking CRO on their platform and for higher over tier, the better the rewards. So obviously someone who may be new to cryptocurrency, there is a free test, which means you don't have to stake anything, but you can still get exposure to some of the rewards that they're offering. But then as a user becomes more comfortable with cryptocurrencies or they understand more about what's going on, they can choose to upgrade their card as time goes on. Um, another key benefit, which I, which I really like, is that their cards look really nice. Um, so all of their cards or all bar one of their tiers are made from a brushed steel um, material and it offers quite a, a sleek look, which is part of the reason that I, that I decided to get one. Um, and that just played into my interest into their ecosystem. Um, the users are also able to top up their debit cards in real time using either their crypto holdings or via bank transfers. And it's quite straightforward and, and, and user friendly. Another interesting thing about CRO uh, or crypto.com rather is they've really expanded their marketing campaign, especially in 2021. Um, so just to mention a few, so they launched their Fortune Favors the Bold campaign, um, which is a global advertising campaign. Um, I believe they also brought in Matt Damon to help them with it. Um, and they're also working closely with Matt Damon on other projects. They have a number of UFC and Formula One sponsorships, and they also bought out the naming rights to the Staples Arena, which is the home of the LA Lakers basketball team. And this one was quite uh, a big one. I have quite a few friends who are interested in basketball, um, and, and discussing this with them was quite interesting because the Staples Arena was kind of almost like an icon for the team. Um, and obviously not everyone is in favour of these changes, but it was quite interesting to see how it's going to play out in the future. As more and more crypto-based companies start to come into the world with advertising and marketing campaigns to see how they integrate over time, I think it's really interesting and they're kind of pioneering uh, the way for crypto to become um, adopted by the masses, so to speak. And I think that actually covers most of what I wanted to talk about, about CRO. Um, I think CRO as a cryptocurrency definitely has its place. Um, I almost see it as a early stage BNB, which is uh, the Binance.com coin, where the blockchain applications haven't necessarily matured yet, but it's only a matter of time before they do. And the implementation of the crypto, the old blockchain is rel relatively effective in regards to speed and cost compared to something like Ethereum from my personal experience. Um, and perhaps there's a slight bias to this, but crypto.com is one of my most uh, used cryptocurrency platforms. I find their app quite simple to use without, you know, overloading menus and graphs. 
that I might come across on other platforms. Um, and the debit card offering is is quite interesting. Doubly so, as Visa has also expressed interest in the crypto space, with Visa also taking steps um, such as buying NFTs um, and l- looking more into offering crypto to their clients. Um, so yeah, that's that's all from me. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to give me a shout. Um, I hope everyone enjoys the holiday seasons. And if you've got some time off, hope you enjoy it with family. Um, and until yeah, next time, Merry Christmas and goodbye.